Ah, good afternoon, puny humans. Welcome to Marvel Movie Talk right here on the Geekscape Network. Very excited to be joined by our compatriots here, our comrades in arms, arms uh, the one, the only Count Eric Connor. Hello, sir. Greetings, and uh, I'm enjoying a green Kit Kat in honor of our movie selection for today. Well, I'm clearly representing Red Hulk uh, for our visual audience, but uh, that's fine. And the uh, the number one Hulkamaniac brother that I know of, uh, Michael yeah. X. Shirley, thank you for dressing for the occasion. Well, you know me. I, uh, I do what so, I can. So obviously it's a little bit of a, of a slow Marvel news time right now. That's why last week we watched Elektra. Uh, and it was uh, anything but electric. But uh, Eric and I, uh, we we appreciate the gift that uh, Michael shared with us, which was a <laughs> standard deaf pan and scan uh, DVD. But uh, we are today talking about the Ang Lee Hulk, which is available on Hulu. That's where I watched it. Yes, and uh, my first thought sure was two hours and 18 minutes. Who are they kidding? I hadn't even started Damn. yet. I was not yeah. starting it. Yeah. Now, uh, of the two of you, have you had you both seen this prior? In the theater, actually. Oh my gosh! So you spent well. actual money. This must have been a much younger, uh, naive Michael Shirley who used to go to the theater. Eighteen and, years uh, old, baby. Oh my gosh! Uh, and what about you, Eric? Did you see it in the theater? Uh, I was not 18, so I should have known better, but I did not. I saw it <laughs> opening weekend, and if you remember, the second weekend of this movie lost like 70% of its audience. Yeah. And after watching this for about 15 minutes, I'm amazed the number was that low. Yeah, um, it was released <laughs> It was released June 17th, 2003. I was a couple months away oh. from uh, driving out to Los Angeles and moving out here. So I didn't have a lot of excuse except for the fact that everything I heard was that this movie was terrible. And it, uh, th this is, it's, I think we had had, we'd gotten two X-Men movies at that point. And I don't believe we had gotten the, uh, the first Daredevil. I think that came later. Um, but uh, so, you know, it was the getting Marvel uh, movies, live action movies on the big screen, uh, I think was still, it was still novel. It was still fun. It was still exciting. But man, there was a stink about this movie. It it didn't look good. And watching it uh, uh, twenty years later, it also didn't look good. So, uh, you know, I, I I just I just missed it. And uh, by the way, uh, Daredevil came out February fourteenth, two thousand three. So yes, Happy Valentine's I was Day about to, say to Matt Murdock. Yeah, I, I that's why I looked it up because I'm like, no wait, I think it was out because I definitely saw it. And in I was wrong, in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I was 17, so... When oh, I was oh, 17... It was I a very good year. Harry Green Hulk. It was, <laughs> it was the edge of seven. It was the edge of 17, because oh. my birthday so, was next so you were one wing the, you were edging the entire movie? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> and um, there's so many levels in which uh, this movie didn't work for me, and uh, we're going to talk about it. What do you remember about uh, seeing it when you first saw it? Michael, were you able to be like, oh, man, Hulk green, Hulk smash? Uh, yeah, it was cheesy. But did you have fun when you saw it back then? Or 
did you have maybe a more discerning palate than the, than some moviegoers? Oh, it was more like Eric Bana hot, Eric Bana great. Um, I, yeah. I actually like when I saw it, I liked it. I didn't love it, sure. but I did like it. I mean, like you said, we didn't have a lot. Nothing like yeah. we do now when it comes to the Marvel universe, but uh, I, I actually I was I was okay with it. What about you, Eric? When you first saw this Hulk movie? Um, well, I mean, one thing that's kind of funny. Sorry, but <coughs> yes, oh thank my you. gosh, great timing, great timing. I tried to hit the mute button, I missed it. Well, that's um, uh, that that's like uh, when they try to tear gas the Hulk, he just sneezes it out. Yeah, I just uh, get more powerful. Was a was a great moment, yes. Uh, so X two came out like a couple of months before. Yes, this. it was that and, summer two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. And I was actually looking up because I was kind of curious as I'm watching this. I'm like, what else had come out around then? So the year before was Spider Man, but the year mm-hmm. before was also like Blade two, which I think is another like like X Men two, a really sort of high end superhero movie. And so we actually had a, a not many. You're right, Michael, but we had a couple of really legitimate superhero films around this time. Uh, Fantastic and, Four. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, too soon. Yeah, not, uh, not Fan-Fortastic. The, no, no, uh, the no, Jessica no, the, Alba, Michael The, bo- the bootleg copy of Fantastic oh, Four. No, 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 not that one. We, we had that one. But, yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. We had that. Um, and so you see this, and even when it's on the theater, and, and again, I, I wasn't a, a, a young, you know, uh, ripped uh, Michael Shirley. I was a Still in my 20s, uh, soft, <laughs> uh, the squishy soft. man you see. And this, you watch the first half hour of this, and it's almost numbing. And I remember that feeling even when I saw it, because I, I have not seen this since then. So this is the 20-year anniversary of Christian Blatt moving to L.A. It's, it's the 20-year anniversary of my seeing the Hulk, two of the most important yeah. moments in pop culture. By the way, the Jessica Alba Fantastic Four was released in June 2005. So uh, we were years Wait, away what? from that at this point. Really? I just looked it up. Because I, 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 yeah, yeah. it's another one I, I remember where I was when I saw it. And I'm like, I know what that Man. trip was. And uh, yeah, so I looked it up. So yeah, look, it, the point is very slim pickings. And, you know, we were, uh, we were still on pause uh, for Batman in the movies. You know what I mean? Like superhero movies had right. gone away. Uh, partially because of George Clooney and his ever erect nipples, you know? So the idea that we were getting superhero movies again, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man, uh, I enjoyed it then. I enjoy it now. The second one is my favorite of, of uh, definitely that trilogy. One of my favorite superhero movies. Uh, X2 is my favorite of the, uh, the Brian Singer X-Men movies. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, just I, I didn't have good feelings about this. And uh, so I went all this time and eventually it became a badge of courage not watching this movie. But I thought uh, for this show, if I was going to watch Electra, and the fact that I watch Electra before I watch this will tell you a, a, a little something. Um, so that's my first question for you, Eric. It's fresh in your mind. Is this movie better than Electra? Oh jeez, yeah. I I don't know. I almost <laughs> feel like it's a monkey's paw kind of thing to choose either of these. Like they're yeah. both cursed to hell. Um, I <laughs> at one point I did ask myself this question: Is this more boring than Electra? 
and I was it is and, and yeah. I think you know the second half is a different beast if you will but the first half it is remember the when we watched uh the vampire movie whose name we shall not name starring Jared Leto uh and oh and, yeah. and one of the things I joked around about that one is like if you thought that the other superhero movies didn't spend enough time in a lab well we got a movie for you <laughs> and the Hulk is saying hold my drink because it has some of the most Boring writing at one point I'm watching, I'm looking at the clock and like 20 minutes in, no Hulk, 25 minutes in. We have spent 23 of these 25 minutes in a lab. We watched a frog explode. We watched a starfish get cut open, which gave me, uh, it sort of triggered me because I literally as a kid got a piece of a starfish in my eye when we dissected it in biology class. <laughs> so I had to get past that moment. And wow, really, you, well, you really were a Limp Biscuit fan, huh? <laughs> Limpest of biscuits. Uh, it was really just so unbelievably slow and made by talented people. So then I started getting angry as I'm watching it now, Correct. thinking of like what Ang, Ang Lee can run hot and cold over the last like 15 or so years. Uh, yeah, but, but I, I believe Ang Lee's first cool. movie was The Ice Storm, which I remember seeing in theaters. is fantastic. You know, Ice, so Storm, was... Ice Storm is incredible and same writer, I believe. Not yeah. not his first film, but um, his like second English language film. Right. Okay. Uh, fair. And yeah. first film was Sense and Sensibility, which I I will freely admit to loving. This one, I don't know what happened. I don't understand how such smart people could come up with such dreck. So the the one thing that I like as an approach, but the execution did not work, and at first it was very distracting, was the transitions with the panels and things, and having it be like a living comic book. <laughs> but it didn't work. You know, I like I'm like, oh, that's an interesting idea. But then you might have wanted to ask yourself, hey, how come no comic book movies have done that before? Oh, yeah, because it's uh, it's really weird. You don't get a lot of split screens and picture in a picture from movies. That's that's kind of like, you know, Quinn Martin 70s uh, crime dramas. You know, that's that's really when you tend to get that. And uh, I'm reminding Daniel of the transitions and uh, I'm very glad that Daniel and Kame Egan are uh, in the chat. It is a little hard to believe that this is we're 20 years removed from Brother, the Hulk movie. And uh, yeah, it, it's shocking how boring it is. The uh, flashback sequence where we start, where we're, I don't know, basically like, you know, a green Los Alamos where it doesn't matter. It's that kind of base. And it's like, okay, I'm pretty sure. Nick Nolte could have mumbled his way through a recap of all of this. You know, we definitely did not need to start the movie with a, a long drawn out, you know, and, uh, Oh, conveniently they uh, both lived in the same town at the same time, but let's not really do anything with that. And, and then we go yeah. back to that like yeah. three times, four times, wow. including yeah, a somebody... flashback within a flashback. Don't get... Yeah. Oh, well. Ang Lee spent a couple oh. bucks on that set. So they're like, you are going back to that set. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna use it <laughs> well uh, what do you think Mile, michael is it simple is it is, is it is it uh is the biggest problem that this movie at times is so incredibly dull i i feel like the movie's really inconsistent in a yeah. lot of different areas i disagree a, mostly with what you're saying about the transitions I liked that boxy, like, comic book feel to it, but mm -hmm. it you only really get that at the end. 
you don't really see much of that in the beginning at all. Uh, it did take me out of it when <laughs> Josh Lucas like flies through the air and there's like an outline around his body that I was like, wait, no, you could have well, done this a little better. Uh, you mean a little bit better? Is that, little. Do, do you do you think that uh, perhaps uh, that didn't work as well as as they wanted it to? And and yeah, as I'm watching that, I'm thinking, oh, are <laughs> they trying to? Uh, are, are they trying to do something like have it look all comic booky? Oh my god, I love that you just did this. Um, well, I, yeah. no, I was I waiting for that. a reveal. I didn't want to start yes. the show. With no, it, no, I, you did perfect. Yeah, I'm, I might leave myself in the big box now <laughs> for the rest of the show. Well, and, and what's incredible about it too, beyond everything, is the white outline around his body, the frozen frame. So yeah, this is not. Yes, it's a it's a screen grab, but it was frozen in yeah. the moment too like and so it's, it's like at the end of uh you know the naked gun movies are based on a tv show called police squad and then they right. would do the freeze frame like actually like a quinn martin uh, uh you know uh detective show and then all these you know the characters would be stopped everything else was moving around them and just sort of like looking like why are they stopped it, it it's it gave me police squad vibes yeah for sure it gave me really <laughs> bad like charlie's angels like movie but like a porn like carly's angels or something <laughs> like vibes to it is that uh, yeah is, is, is and uh cammy egan says that that was a terrific terrific laugh and uh she also loved uh police squad but uh yeah i think that uh it's <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad and by I the way it, it's like the first time what um what a just thinly written character by the way yeah when we first meet him he's in the elevator with jennifer Connelly. he's like you're looking good i'm like really yeah. you want to do another take on that no we got it yeah. or, or when she was taking off like i don't know her her sweater it's like yep yeah. just like college <laughs> yeah yeah she was always taking off that sweater because uh, when you took off that sweater at arby's with me <laughs> You do this Mr. Rogers thing where you'd zip up a completely different cardigan than the one you just took off and change your shoes, but uh, that was college, all right. You know, that's another really hard part for me about the movie. I feel like her chemistry with Eric Bana just isn't really there. It's kind of hard to believe that they dated. They should have delved into that a little more than like that yeah. selfie scene with the tree or whatever, like in the forest. Oh, you mean when um, they were lands and models? Yeah, yeah. And I, I've always found her to be such like a like exactly what she wanted an actress, like beautiful and talented, and. When you watch her, like some of the acting is good, but some of it is just, I'm like, is this the same woman who did Requiem for a Dream? Like, it, like what's going I mean, on here? This like, isn't like, even the same woman who did Opportunity Knox. You know? I mean, this <laughs> isn't the same woman who did Top Gun Maverick. It, that you, you know what? Yeah, Opportunity Knox is a Dana Carver movie. That is the movie I meant. I did mean Career Opportunities. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. Her, her, dialogue with sam elliott is so yeah. like 
inconsistent. Like at times I feel like it's a father and daughter talking. And at the other times I feel like she's talking to the stand-in or something and they're just practicing and going through the lines. Like <laughs> it's really just not yeah, what no, you get it, it, from her they, typically. They, yeah, they they seem uh, like they have a relationship that, uh, you know, she's uh, someone who has just called a 1-800 number on a cable news channel to uh, be sold uh, gold uh, and, you know, to, to buy some new gold doubloons and, and whatnot, uh, one of those products. So, yeah, he's, um, I'm going to say, uh, not my favorite Thunderbolt Ross that we've gotten. I- I would. I disagree. He's my I, well favorite. because I feel like because I know we're getting Harrison Ford, so that's why I'm saying oh, it's hedged uh, uh, against him. So, uh, you, mm, yeah, you get you, this Hulk. You know how I feel about <laughs> recasting. I do. And I if I all right. I get it. William Hurt died. Like Correct. I get that for sure. You you but why don't we find someone that looks just remotely like him? It's like replacing Terrence Howard with John Cheadle. Like, like completely, it's like a very light-skinned black man with a really dark-skinned black man. Like, oh, he's black. It's fine. Like, they'll get it. Like, it's just like... In half his height, mind you. And, you know, at least Sarah Chalky... Looked a little like Lisey Gorenson. I mean, she like, could not have looked less like her. Uh, oh, she was like, she was like a whole she was a whole head taller than her. Uh, but I like the look, made for TV movie look, version of her. We we very clearly need to do a standalone podcast where we review Roseanne's new podcast. That's not going to be here. Oh my gosh! Uh, so, yeah. Oh, we 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 may have uh, featured a clip uh, yesterday on uh, the show that premiered. Uh, which thanks for bringing it up. Uh, who are these broadcasters uh, premiered yesterday on the Who Are These Podcasts Network? So uh, you can check that out on YouTube over there. It's also available as an audio podcast. But we're here on Geekscape. We're here talking about the Hulk movie, and I think that it would be easy to shrug off some of the bad, not all of it, if Hulk looked at least okay. He looked really bad, even for 2003 what? standards. I, no. I think he looks terrible. And there's uh, when we're first seeing him first jumping uh, to go back to, I, I think it's Berkeley that they want us to believe that is. Uh, <laughs> it looks like next to the, the, the first pass <laughs> of the VFX team of like, okay, and this is where we're going to put the real effects. And it's a hundred percent how that felt. There are times that he's rendered really well and you can see the resemblance, uh, you know, to, to banner, you know, but a lot of the times I'm just like, I, I'm not buying that anyone is in the room with this big green thing. And from, uh, you know, the Ed Norton Hulk and whenever we've seen Mark Ruffalo, including in she Hulk, I always felt like, yeah, this is Hulk. He's really there. And I, it, it took me out of most of these scenes. And uh, I also uh, can't believe that they were able to take a handsome young buck like Nick Nolte and then digitally <laughs> alter him to make him look so haggard. And uh, there were times where I was thinking, it's actually in the notes that I took while I was watching. 
Nick, this is from like the end when they finally get to sit down and, and talk to each other. I'm like, Nick Nolte is not acting. This is just Tuesday for him. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah, you, you just go ahead, Nick. Do whatever you want to do. Is, it, is this down and out in Beverly Hills, too? Yeah, sure it is. Just go ahead. Do whatever you need to. I really like when he just bites into the cord. I, I got like, that. Play it, it has, like, what, yeah, no that. power. And they're like, turn it on. <laughs> we'll yeah. show him. How dare you bite government property? Brother. Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, and there's there's so many things. I mean... I've seen Eric Bana in other things and uh, he's fine. He, I did not, uh, I didn't feel like he was, uh, he was, he was Bruce Banner, you know, even when he, you know, when he was going by the other name, I didn't feel like he was that guy either. Okay. Well, I've seen uh, Eric Bana in the grocery store and he is fine. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I mean, look. We we don't I I don't think uh, neither Eric nor myself are here to debate that point. You know what uh, I mean? You're gonna bang the Hulk. You might as well go with him. But I, <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna rank them in terms of uh, as as Eric says, uh, bang ability. Yes. Uh, I I would say that he is uh, going to have to take the top. <laughs> spot, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So this was the picture that uh, Eric sent to us, and uh, we, we're all yeah, on the same page with the it, visuals here. I almost feel like now it's like I want to leave that picture up the whole time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's just too many choices. I I'm like I don't even know what to do, and I was just like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna bite that. Okay, he is. You bit okay, it twice. Yeah. He bit and, first. He had to bite, bite away the the chewy chocolate coating, and then he got to the, <laughs> the, this. Yeah, the, and, and Daniel gives there. us a big nom nom. And to my earlier point, <laughs> uh, and Kemi uh, Egan, is your name pronounced Kame? Uh, because I realize now what your uh, social media name is. Have I been saying it wrong all these years? But anyway, uh, Ms. Egan says that uh, I know Hulk is supposed to be an enormous monster but he was almost too big in this film. I mean, no. he is much larger than we see him any other time. You know, the Ed Norton Hulk is never this big. The Mark Ruffalo Hulk, oh, yeah. Hulk is never this big. Now, there was one time where he got extra angry and then he got bigger. And I'm like, right. that's interesting. I've never seen that before, even animated. So uh, uh, I I was... We, uh, we knew that uh, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk... When he got angrier, he got more powerful and bigger. But he didn't get bigger. Oh, he, he didn't get bigger. He just was right. stronger. I think he's okay. just he just gets stronger. Yeah, and I think that uh, that that is uh, one common take on the Hulk is that uh, when he gets even more angry, he gets even stronger. So well, obviously, kind of like Nick Nolte, or kind of like exactly Hulk. like Nick Nolte. Yeah, when, what were you saying? Hulk's out. I mean, yeah. obviously, we're not paying attention to really how we still use the word Hulk as a verb. Uh, it begins point. and ends with Terry Bollea, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan. Well, but, but, but when you're when you're talking about Terry Hulk Hogan and you said, wow, they really hogan that, you're talking about something completely different. No, no, oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's and, a word uh, I don't want my kids to use. Yeah, hi, hi, yeah. hide your kids, hide your wives. Uh, Hulk's in town. Uh, oh, that's, yeah. that's all. Well, well, it, also, one thing, too, with regards to Hulk's size, I felt like it was almost inconsistent, like shot to shot. Like there are times when he looked like he was the size of like seven men. And then in the next, in like, it would cut to like a wider shot. And suddenly he's like, no, he's just like, maybe I don't know, three of them. 
So I found that's the stuff that drove me. Yeah, it's 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 almost like they, uh, you know, they divided up the VFX amongst different teams and (laughs) gave them not enough time to work with, and none of them communicated with each other. So it was like they were working on different movies. It's almost like that. I mean, I I'm not uh, not pretending to be a Hollywood insider, uh, just because uh, just because I know someone who lives in Burbank. You know, I'm not pretending anything here. Uh, but yeah. And the, uh, the, the casting, you know, the idea that Eric Bana could be, a you know, uh, a, a superhero is, is not foreign. I just, for me, it didn't work with him as this character, you know? Ah. Uh, and I think, um, I think, uh, now I can, I can definitely say that, uh, my, my favorite Hulk continues to be Ed Norton. Uh, so what? Uh, I'm just, I'm just dropping oh facts God. here. And, I, uh, no by, the, by the way, the way that, uh, you know, Jennifer Connelly's performance in this movie, all of a sudden Liv Tyler makes a lot more sense. That's uh, what I'm trying to say. I will say Liv Tyler is better than Jennifer Connelly. A sense that can never be said. She's consistent with this character of Betty though. And yes, she is better. And, what? uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Michael. Go ahead, boss. Oh, I'm just on this whole what, on this other lo- level about Liverworth Tyler. Like, I'm just like, whole, like <laughs> we're gonna have to come back to that. That's a really big thing. Um, but I, I really did. Maybe he needed a few more weeks with an acting coach. But I really have bought Eric Bana as. Like this dippy scientist guy that's kind of unassuming. I felt like his Hulk, he looked the most, like you could see physicality in the character more than with Edward Norton. Edward Norton and the Hulk is like the most no, ridiculous thing no, to me Ed- in the Edward entire Norton, world. Edward Norton as Bruce Banner is the point. He's not the Hulk. He's Bruce Banner. Having Eric Banner uh, as the Hulk is as though you cast Lou Ferrigno as David Banner and not as the Hulk, uh, but you cast him as David Banner so he could play both <laughs> parts, which big shout out in both of the actual theatrically, theatrically released Hulk movies. Uh, Lou Ferrigno plays a security guard. And in this one, he works with Stanley. Uh, yeah. So it, it, that, that was definitely a fun moment. Uh, I love that uh, anybody can uh, anytime that uh, somebody uh, pays homage to the classic Incredible Hulk TV series. And uh, I will tease that in September sometime, we are scheduled to speak with uh, Kenny Johnson, who I did a very lengthy interview about the miniseries V, but he also created and was the showrunner of the Bill Bixby, Lou Ferrigno Hulk. And I've wanted to talk to him about that uh, for a while. So we'll be doing that for this show uh, while we're gearing up for more Marvel content. Uh, but we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. So um, yeah, I, I don't, I just never bought him as banner and there are people who do better jobs uh, with their American accent, and uh, I will always use the example of uh, I, I I can't watch Hugh Laurie with his American accent. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I've I've watched like three minutes of House because I just I look, he opens his mouth and I'm like nope. Benedict Cumberbatch's isn't great, 
And it's infuriating because he could have just been British. There was no reason. It's like, yeah. yeah, I grew up in New York, but my parents are British. Great. You addressed it. Let's move on. But anyway. I think all. we need to do uh, a The Incredible Hulk watch. Just it, to maybe, I don't know, maybe remind you guys of how absolutely terrible it was that they literally got rid of Edward Norton, did another recasting of someone that looks absolutely nothing like him, and gave well, us Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo looks more like Eric Bana than Ed, Ed Norton does, for sure. It, it's almost like if they had only done one recast. Um, but uh, I legitimately like that movie. I would be happy to talk about that movie on a future show. Well, um, I, I remember I, when I, um, a million years ago, the Comic-Con panel, the kind of really famous one with Iron Man and Hulk. Um, and Iron Man comes out and, you know, shows the trailer, shows it again. Everyone's going nuts. What What's the director's name of The Incredible? Louis Letier? Uh, Louis Pasteur. Yeah, he also... Louis Pasteur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Louis Pasteur. Yeah. Um, so he comes out with, uh, you know, Edward Norton and uh, uh, Michael's favorite, Liv Tyler. And yeah and and first of all they're talking about Liv Tyler's character well I'm like okay that's a waste of my life I those are yeah. minutes I will never get back that's oxygen someone in this room needs yeah. more than to <laughs> be used for this but then they're like you know what uh, we have a uh, one frame of the uh, Hulk to show how different it is from uh, the old Hulk would you like to see it and I was like yeah and then they show it, it look the exact same same <laughs> as the other Hulk, and you could just hear it was like, Yeah, and then uh, uh. Well, it and that was it, be... that was it, it was like, Yeah, and that was it. after, especially after Iron Man, which destroyed that place with the trailer yeah. that no one expected to see, coming in with just a still frame and talking about Liv Tyler's character. Not so, a formula uh, for success. You're saying they should have, uh, they should have promoted Hulk first and then. Bring out Robert Downey Jr. and talk about Iron Man. I I, I see the what you're saying. Leads yeah. to the faster, longer road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and like my notes for watching this movie, it's a lot of like, you know, like oh hey, Daniel Day Kim from Lost, and his character's mm. name says Kim because it's his last name as a <laughs> character too, you know. Uh, and I'm like, oh my god, they have an envelope of, of printed out Kodak photos in their desk. I remember that. I love dropping off photos and getting them actually developed, you know. But uh, Advantics. yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. So I, I you know, it, it's, name drop of the of the year. Yeah, um, but you know, it's uh, oh yeah, and uh, the the fact that uh, Betty has a beeper at one point, I'm like, ah, you know, that just takes me back. Um, but Eric, the one thing you warned me when I said we were going to be doing this, you uh, did give me two words: dog hook. Dog hook. And uh, I think we do need to talk about the Cujo sequence in this movie, which perhaps, if the film had never been adapted, or if even the book had never been written. Perhaps there would have been something about the terror of being trapped in your car while these scary dogs are out there. But um, yeah, I, I, I had definitely been there. I had done that. It had been done better. And um, let's just say the effects on the dogs weren't great. But by the way, the amount of violence to those dogs, and I know they're pretend dogs. I was just like, <laughs> this is really uncomfortable. Uh, and uh, I, you know, I, 
I, you know, I, I think in, in my life, I've probably been trying to sleep and, you know, there's been like a neighborhood dog where I'm like, Oh man, if only Eric Bana was here, but in general, I'm just like, this is really uncomfortable to watch. Um, what did you think of the Cujo sequence, Michael? And uh, do you do you feel any differently about it now than you did back then? Well, I I'm really not a French poodle kind of guy, <laughs> but uh, well, I, lest I, anyone I, think that you were. By the way, yeah. I don't think any of us thought that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I venture to say that I like them better as the dog hulks than in their the original form when it's in the lab with like just a bloody mouth and it's just yeah. like Burr. and oh, i love how he's like just... he's like hey doggy yeah yeah, yeah i like oh, how yeah. he's just like okay bye it's like we have just like <laughs> dog really... in the lab in a lab yeah. oh, hi doggy oh hi yeah, doggy like... yeah no oh, I... a dog in a lab that didn't make him think twice because you know labs you don't worry about things like contaminants you know so he's like oh yeah how oh, hi doggy doggy tries to kill him okay i'm gonna go back to work now uh, yeah, my I, muscles since I don't actually do any lab work. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Took now, me the, out the, the Hulk bit. dog too. It, it's funny you bring up the sort of. The, did the you did you send thing. me Hulk dog pictures? I did not actually. I realized okay. that's one thing because I I, I thought I missed them and no, uh, no, that's no. uh that's ten demerits for Connor. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it's for those for for our radio listeners at home. It's sort of, imagine <laughs> the dog at the end of Mask or the Mask, not Mask. <laughs> uh, and and it's it looks kind of like that with like big yeah. bulging eyes and a big. By, by the way, Daniel Drew's comment needs to be read. Them dogs were just like what, what? <laughs> and, uh, and Daniel's just like why? Well, the uh, one he yeah. he hit and it turned to dust. That was I, I, that I, moment. Yeah, explain that to me, by the way. You know, but, yeah. Well, that, in my mind, that's how you make. Have you ever had chicken in a biscuit? Because that's oh. in my mind how you make those. Is you the basically cracker take or the yes. The cracker. Well, let's just say uh, from the chicken uh, as, to dust. Yeah, there a, it is. I I have a similar reaction at some point after I have chicken and biscuits, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. Nah, no, nah, chicken in a biscuit, a fabulous in cracker a product, uh, cracker yeah. flavored product. But with with the dog scene, I realized by the way, I was so I'm watching this late at night on an iPad, which took away nothing by the way. No, uh, no, and as I'm listening to it, hearing the sound of these dogs getting pummeled I, i'll agree christian it was really actually unsettling yeah. uh, because i couldn't really see it all that well what was happening which was fine i remember it from the theater and i wasn't missing anything but the sounds were horrifying and you know i i actually had a weird visceral reaction to it at some point i'm like I, i'm just gonna kind of ignore this for the next few minutes then did you go and pet fezzik and say hey buddy i did i did because you know once you have a dog and there might be a second dog entering our lives as well. You oh, might have seen him in no. the background. That's, that... a, that's a story for another episode. <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, that's right. Make sure to, uh, to to definitely tease through the break. Cliffhanger. Yeah. I missed oh, yeah. the Nick Nolte picture, by the way. <laughs> oh, that, that there's... Look, there's, there's so yeah, many I mean, good so, screen grabs from this movie. Well, we had like that one, you. and then of course we do need to put the all-time Hall of Fame oh! screen grab, which is his headshot. Uh, oh, but honestly, uh, between the three that we've shown <laughs> on this show, this one might not be my favorite anymore. That's still my favorite headshot, <laughs> but uh, we might have to uh, we might have to do a poll. And uh, oh yeah, I love the uh, up next King Kong. Yeah. Like, clearly, you don't have a ta good taste in movies, so go ahead and uh, stick around. 
stick around for that. Those you know? are really long handcuffs they put on him, too. Like, I've had the government handcuff me, and they've never given me that kind of slack. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, I think that's so, our off-week uh, topic, is uh, Michael Shirley, uh, look Ma- back at Michael, Oz. Michael Shirley's uh, run-ins with the law. Uh, so uh, before we run out of time, I do want to uh, go through some of these other uh, photos here. So let's get started uh, with, uh, for, and we have to make sure we describe these for our audio audience. But uh, <laughs> so uh, this is basically, it looks like uh, somebody's uh, inventing the board game mousetrap, but you tell me what's <laughs> happening here. Yeah, this was part of the uh, the, the early part of the 30 minute lab montage. Yeah, uh, there, There's a drawing of a box. And, and I, I even label this what's in the box and amidst the all box. these drawings. And this yeah. feels like something where they just ran out of time and energy and cocaine and just, just like, forget <laughs> it. Just draw a freaking box and film it. I don't care. Uh, and again, there are so many great Nick Nolte pictures. Uh, we like do balls. have the one where yep. he's got that sort of like the, the basically the cut in his hand turns into some goo which, by the way, uh, they did not uh, do an excellent job of explaining it. And uh, Eric has appropriately mm-hmm. titled this picture Apple Bag in Hand. Um, and then uh, we have, uh, honestly, the actually like fully rendered Hulk doesn't look much worse than uh, whatever happened to Grimace right here. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> this but, is one uh, of, apparently- uh, yes, Judah Connor, my 12-year-old's, uh, uh, not to dox him or anything, but this is one of his favorite movies, The Amazing Bulk. Um, and this is one of the best shots of that film, just so you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, n- now it makes sense that it's the it's, amazing bulk. So this is not old so... enough to be watching that. <laughs> yeah, I, know. No. I, I feel like I know what that movie is, and I know what section of the video store you had to go through. N- the nah, nah, nah. You had to go through a curtain. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, that's 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 not for children. And uh, uh, and I assume that uh, just what cooking up crystal meth in the the starfish flashback that was something you alluded earlier yeah when i first this saw was, this i'm like why do we care that avi kaufman did the casting <laughs> and how great must you feel as avi kaufman's like oh cool this is my credit great with the oh that that yeah. is printed and framed in avi kaufman's office you know <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah but uh so the yeah the, the starfish uh, yeah the um, and we did talk a lot about the transitions, and uh, I know that you, Eric, highlighted the probably most awkward one because it's that end screen. Like when this YouTube video ends, basically yeah. everybody's going to see this, you know, a version of like, well, do you want to watch these nine other videos, uh, <laughs> you know, which uh, subscribe to the algorithm? Uh, and I think <laughs> that perhaps that was your point, right? It's like the She-Hulk panels. Yep. I, I realize I, I I strongly now believe someone connected with She-Hulk's like, hey, can we reference that one bizarre transition in Hulk and yeah. have all these re- really un- unnecessary screens next to each other? The, speaking of, by the way, speaking of low budget effects, uh, mm. the moment of him getting hit with gamma radiation is like, yeah. So oh, this is Nick Nolte's character, the younger version of Nick Nolte's character. No, oh, oh, no, 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 this, no, 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 this that, that other guy. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that uh, Banner saves, yeah. Sorry, I, I yeah because I I forgot that. Uh, well, no, no, that's Eric Banner. The, 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, you know, I'm thinking of the other guy. But my point is that my confusion shouldn't have existed because uh, the younger version of Nick Nolte had one of the sweetest porn stashes in a non-porn <laughs> film in the history of cinema. And also uh, to that, I, I'm so sorry, but he has a mustache, but somehow young Sam Elliott does not. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I yeah, I think there must that. have been some miscommunication yeah. there behind the scenes. There there are some poor visual effects, and uh, Eric has called this shot ran out of money. Uh, to describe it for our audio audience is very difficult, but just imagine that uh, you know Pencils, you you had you had uh, yeah you had a pocket full of pencils and your favorite action figure. Uh, and it went through the hot cycle on wash and then spent an hour in the dryer. And this is kind of what you got back is a, is a melted Nick Nolte, which let's be honest, a melted Nick Nolte kind of just looks like Nick Nolte. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the notes, the uh, monkey that did die off screen. Monkey uh, dead at six minutes is yeah. uh, possibly the greatest uh, work by any production designer. Mm -hmm. uh, monkey. And then uh, Mill talks poison gas best. <laughs> Which, by I, the way, it, 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 I was talking multiple times about uh, Quinn Martin Productions earlier and Police Squad. It has yeah. given me a title for this episode of our show. Tonight's episode, Monkey See, Monkey Die. Nice. So that was the show that we just did tonight. Um, and, uh, yeah, we were talking earlier about the uh, why are they wearing those sweaters? Uh, yeah, I this don't is, know. Uh, this is, well, Bruce. J. And Crew, Betty. Land's End. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's uh, it, it's definitely like they they did a dual uh, J Crew. Uh, oh, I love that scene right here. I really love this scene. I thought where it was they, so where they foam where they foam yeah. the Hulk. Yeah, I thought that was so brilliant to like kind of. You're just, like, trying to tell me that up. you don't have a problem with these VFX. It was 2003, I, and no, I, I don't. All right, I, I just know what was. Do you know what was 12 years before 2003? Terminator 2. All right. That's so if we had Terminator 2 over a decade before this, we could do better foam. I think, Michael, and I, I listen, I'm not trying to make any judgments here. I think it reminds you of foam parties past. <laughs> and thus, you look I at this. I've only ever been to one foam party, and that foam didn't look like that. <laughs> Yeah. Not the beginning yeah. of the night. Not, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, the, the foam wasn't a bit much. And I know that, uh, look, I've got it as my background. I mean, the, the white outline around it, I'm just like, I don't yeah. understand. It's yeah, like this, this scarf. Wait, wait, I know it's a, it's a sling, but it just yeah. looks. <laughs> and uh, also the fact that ah! you have the closed captioning turned on and he does indeed say, ah, so. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's just I, done. They don't even explain him or give him a second thought. I mean, he got way too much screen time as it was. It, I, he I got turned into a, a shrinky dink, I think, was the, the matter of death. Yeah. No, they found I, him I, this big. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely agree on, on that point. But Can uh, we talk about my very least favorite thing about the movie? No one has mentioned it at all. And I, I can't I like, can't wait to hear it. Yes. And I feel like it really kind of sets the tone for the way you guys have seen it. Danny Elfman doing the music. And it was just so too much. Like like yeah. things that weren't sad, get like the violin. And it's oh. just like 
he was the worst person to cast for this because like like the whole lab scene it's just this song of sorrow and it's just so out of place that no i i agree and it did feel like he scored a different movie right yeah and then they were like oh can we use this for hulk Uh, uh, you paying me yeah yeah we'll pay you for the movie you scored it for and for this movie yeah sure no problem it's like he scored a music for like some movie about like a child dying of cancer. Like it just did not like go with this like like you want to see tears or something, and it's yeah. just not that at all. And I feel like that the music is so important in movies. And I think if we had a different score for the movie that was a little more fun and that's another problem i have with the movie there's no humor there's the, the, there is zero percent fun in this movie nine. i agree yeah. the only part in the movie where i like actually smiled was when he turned when he takes the tank and he turns it around on the guy in the tank and that felt so to me like the mcu we had today and we needed a little bit more what well, we needed humor in this movie yeah. to just some small extent. And it, I think that's the biggest problem. It, this, this, the music, the lack of humor, the just having these really great actors do all this goofy stuff. Yeah. We don't get these as much anymore, but you get a lot of, comic book movies and sci-fi and fantasy that are made by directors who don't love the source material. You know, they feel like they can take it on. You know, James Cameron was going to make a Spider-Man movie, which if you've ever read the treatment of that, uh, it would have been something, but it wouldn't have been Spider-Man, you know? So it, 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 I think we're definitely more spoiled in recent times because, you know, you have, the Kevin Feige's and James Gunn's of the world that are looking out for like, well, this is stuff that I really like. And when I was a kid that I would like it to, I don't know, have been good. And Ang Lee was like, I'm going to make a film with a capital F, which is the grade that I give it from my own personal tomato. Meter. <laughs> um, I well, want to make sure because we've talked so much about the transitions before we run out of time. Um, I wanted to... The gardening sequence. Okay, you guys can here we this, star right? wipe to a glamour yeah. shot of Flanders paying his bills. Then we star wipe to Flanders brushing his... Dad, there are other wipes besides star wipes. Why eat hamburger when you can have steak? I'm taking my name off this thing. So, yeah, they do use the transitions... Uh very uh, liberally and by the way if this if this video gets struck because i showed that clip from the <laughs> simpsons you know disney owns them now uh that'll be the end of uh that'll be the end of uh eric sending me uh anything uh, i thought you would play without just, sound uh, oh. I, know, I, know, I, I actually tried to <laughs> I so too ah so there weren't enough star wipes for you there were not enough star wipes okay. yeah it's the best wipe it, 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 <laughs> Is, is of that the what you're trying family. to say? Yeah, of, of the white family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but even when they were doing those transitions early, it, 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 Lauren like walked by at one point when I was watching this. She's like, it looks like it could be interesting, but it's like this kind of funky dissolve from one part of a lab to another part of a lab. So yes. it was in essence like comic book style transitions, but 
if they were doing it of the first half of let's say Oppenheimer. <laughs> we needed like Could you imagine we should uh, we should uh take take the the footage from Oppenheimer and add like you know circle wipes and star wipes and clock wipes. That's what that picture is of theirs. Oh that's it. oh oh my god. We gotta make a clock of that. Because you can do uh, it with his arms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric, have I gotten through all your pictures? I uh, oh, I think got, and I know we got because you because you separated them today. I, uh, I but I wanted to get the video. I knew about the video, yes. and uh, look, this you know the to to summarize, it's the idea that this was made by Ang Lee, who I'm just assuming didn't love the Hulk, didn't love the source material. Eric Banner Wait. thought it was an interesting project. Well, let me just finish my thought, and I will certainly and. Then from that point, everyone down did not do a great job. Uh, the, there are uh, definitely top-notch actors in here. Uh, they do not give strong performances. I would say none of them do. Daniel Day Kim probably comes off looking the best because he has two lines. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, from, from the, the effects to the inappropriate score, it fails on every level. <laughs> Um, and uh, somehow it's more disappointing than Electra because I didn't expect really anything from <gasps> Electra. I expected Hulk to look better. Um, Electra is a worse movie, but um, okay. this I'm more disappointed in. You know what I mean? Like okay. this, I thought had more chance, but uh, I'm I'm more disappointed in you, Hulk. Now, what were you going to say, Michael? I, I certainly wanted well, to give you the floor. Oh well, I I want to say I thought. And I think this guy is a total piece of shit. But I think Sam Elliott did a great job as Thunderbolt okay. Ross. But you, you keep saying how, like, Ang Lee didn't seem fully invested in this film. I don't know if you guys know this. He did all of the motion capture for the Hulk. Like, he, he played himself. Ang Lee did the Hulk motion capture. He well, also I'm gonna I'm gonna amend my statement and say he was too invested in this yeah. movie. <laughs> oh that's what he I was, was definitely about to much say. too invested. No, he I didn't had no idea. In. No and on that right he didn't phone it in. He was going for something. What I have no idea. He's what he's Korean. He did the Hulk's voice for this movie too. Oh he did yeah, both way, of those things. This was the like Hulk his doesn't talk until comic. like an hour and a half into the movie and then he does and he's like, beauty humans. I'm like, I really wish he hadn't talked. Well, you know and what? Really... I'm happy he we didn't have to take like five movies like Mark Ruffalo did to learn English. You know, yeah, like I true. appreciate we just fast forward into that. I'm going to do a deep dive on the uh, 70s uh, show when we talk to Kenny Johnson. But in my memory, that Hulk actually didn't talk. He just growled yeah. he didn't he didn't say you know hulk smash and, and any of that and that is also a choice perhaps i respect it more um i want to give you a chance to uh finish up your thoughts before uh, we all have to run but uh is there anything else that you want to share with the with the rest of the class michael uh i think we need like i said i think we need to do an the incredible hulk because i don't know if it aged quite as well as you might remember it I, I I will let you know that I've uh, I I watched it in the lead up to uh, Endgame, so I have seen it oh, somewhat recently. Okay, okay, so okay, okay. yeah, okay. this is not a movie that I haven't seen, and I think that came out in 2011. Um, what are your, your final Eric? Uh, a couple of notes I had here. One was uh, 
uh, I did like when Sam Elliott uh, bellowed, uh, turn it into a parking lot. Like, I thought, like, all right, that's why you get Sam Elliott. That and the bizarre moment with his mustache that went on a little too long. Uh, I read very deeply into that moment. Uh, (laughs) uh, One of my favorite lines from Jennifer Connelly, you were going to die and I was going to watch you die. It's like, isn't the order there maybe off? Like, shouldn't you start again, the on ramp? Like, or just say, I was going to watch you die, which implies that you are going to die. Yeah. Right. Just imagine if this screenwriter had written uh, Star Trek II Wrath of Khan when Spock dies and uh, goes to talk to him one last time. I had to watch you die. Last thing. What's his name? Josh Lucas or whatever yes. the guy yeah. with the frosted tip hair. Uh, <laughs> his his best line, maybe the best line of the 2000s. Uh, you know, I got to I know what we'll call the book about you. When stupid ideals happen to smart, penniless scientists. It was, and I was like, dude, sick burn. That's, I can see that, why you're dangerous. That is some of the worst dialogue that I've ever seen. And it, it, it all went with his character. Uh, Kemi Egan, we should watch at least one episode of the Incredible Hulk TV show, particularly the one where Hulk fights the bear. Yeah, if I'm going to recommend one. Uh, but there's also the TV movies they did after the series. There's yeah, yeah, one the that trial. has Daredevil and Thor. And... Um, I don't know anything uh, about those. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think they, I, I would look, but I think they're on Disney Plus. If they're not, uh, well, don't worry. We'll have a, a homework assignment before that episode. But uh, speaking of future episodes, uh, we're going to take the rest of the summer off, but we'll be back September 6th to talk about season two of I Am Groot. There'll be five new Groot shorts. And uh, watch the biggest Marvel news that we've had in years is going to come out over the next couple weeks. And actually, I think there's zero percent chance that happens at the end of August. Um, (laughs) But send us your ideas. Uh, You can uh, you can follow me on X and threads at Christian DMZ and uh, let us know uh, what movies you'd like us to do like this. I think after we do that Groot episode, we'll uh, we'll dive into the Ed Norton Hulk for sure, which I already own on standard def DVD, Michael. You don't have to send it to me. I have a standard def DVD of it. Maybe I'll watch the director's commentary. It was like a punishment gift, like a joke gift. Well, if you want to say, yeah, if you want to send me a standard def DVD of Ang Lee Hulk, uh, please do. Uh, Eric, where can you be found? Uh, you could find me, at, I guess, at Threads and Instagram and X and Q and Y. Uh, Count Eric Connor. And, of course, Michael X. Shirley is on X. Mm-hmm. Michael X. Shirley. Ahead of my Very, time. Aren't so I? far ahead of your time. <laughs> um, well, uh, thank you, gents. It was, uh, it was fun to finally watch this. Um, and uh, now I can uh, back up all the opinions that I already had about the film. Um, but that's all the time we have for now. Uh, we'll see you on September 6th to talk Groot. Uh, until then, as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior! Brother. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 